Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. I must admit, it sort of had to come together because I was up late last night listening to Terrell on a a, a, a Twitter space with 29, over 29,000 people on it. Of course, I didn't get to talk to him. He was sort of like the pro- protagonist because he was the only one there in, you know, actually that had the pelotas enough to be telling what's going on in, in, uh, in Kiev, etc., etc., etc. I played him today on KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston, and he was a hit. Both he and um, Wasserman, Harvey Wasserman, everybody said, like, that's a timeless show. I got emails that said, Egberto, one of your best shows when I combine those two together because they really thought it was a proposal. Look, man, I tell you guys can always go pull those shows up. The or pull either listen to the KPFT show at kpft.org or at politicsandright.com or go ahead and pull down the individual the individual things. Anyhow, last night it finally happened. Uh, they invaded. But I tell you what, before I get into my narrative, because there's a whole lot of stuff that I want to say, let me salute my wonderful people. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Bottom of the barrel, 600K barrels per day from russia the keystone pipeline would have bought over 800k that has great decision to cancel the up i'm gonna leave that alone till we get into narrative kathy c courtney my beautiful katarina from hpjc how are you doing today bruce pollard says howdy hey bruce who would have thought you're from wisconsin you're talking like a texan now man what's going on norman reynolds says uno Y listo. Dos. Let's get busy. Paul Fleming checking in from ATL. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Also, we've got Melanie Keaton says, good evening. Paul Fleming, hoot about sanctions, he says, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Bridge MCP says, hi, Posse. Bridge, I hope you're doing better. You know, we kind of check up on you every so often to make sure our girl doing fine. How you doing? Come on, put it in the in the chat. Let us know that you are like, 100% recovered. We need our girl out here, our woman out here. You know, the, the girl is said with affection. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. That, not the pejorative that some people look at it. You know what I'm talking about, girl. Anyhow, uh, Bridge MCP says, oops, hi all. AVQ is here in the house. And of course we have Deb Denny. And what does Deb Denny tell us? Deb Denny says, I am lurking dev so you are lurking beautiful dev you are lurking well you know what you are here and bridge mcp says almost healed thanks bro great i'm glad to hear that i'm glad to hear that you take care of yourself because the posse needs you girl the posse needs you anyhow going down to brother rudnin brother rudnin has us filled up again Egberto, there's only one topic today Russia, I, you know what, what I like with Rudnan? Rudnan usually comes and says, I am going to run your show today, Egberto. There's only one topic we need to talk about today. Well, Rudnan, thank you for that good advice. I, I want to touch on some Social Security and rich people and all of that as well. So it's y'all show, but every now and then I'm going to put a little bit of my thing in there. You know what I mean? It's y'all show. Don't get me wrong. It's your show. It's your show. You direct it. You guys are all the protagonists in my show. Anyhow, let's get busy. Egberto. There's only one topic today. Russia launched a wide-range attack on Ukraine on Thursday, hitting cities and bases with airstrikes or shelling as civilians piled into trains and cars to flee. Ukraine's government pleaded for help as it said Russian tanks and troops rolled across the border in a full-scale war that could rewrite the geopolitical order. President Vladimir Putin ignored global condemnation and cascaded new sanctions as he unleashed Moscow. Uh, you know, i sorry, Moscow. We in Panama, we say Moscou, because that's what it is, right? Moscou in Spanish. Most aggressive action since the 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan and chillingly referred to his country's nuclear arsenal. You know what he was saying? Hey, you guys don't come and hit my land because I have nukes. 
He threatened any foreign country tried to interfere with consequences you have never seen. Ukrainian officials said their forces were battling Russians on a series of fronts. And you know what? Russia isn't doing half as good as it's expected to do because Ukrainians are going to fight. We have a conventional war. It's going to be it's going to be warring and eventually when they get overrun it's going to be guerrilla warfare. But I want to talk about something that you just mentioned there. You talk about um full-scale war and how they rolled up. I'm going to tell you something, you know. It's amazing because earlier I told my daughter that Putin is Donald Trump, but the only difference between Donald Trump and Putin is that he will execute. Donald Trump is a chicken, right? He has a big mouth, but he doesn't do anything, right? What I'm talking about of substance, everybody else does things for him. Even if you look at the January 6th, it's everybody else was arranging January 6th. He gave the okay, but when it comes to him standing up, nah, nah, nah. But Putin now, Putin will actually say, I am sending you into war. Donald Trump says, will you go to war for me on January 6th? Difference. These both guys are narcissists and crazy. I want you to think, when Rudnan talks about how this invasion was went in, okay? It's, yes, it's unnecessary. But just think about, think about it from a human perspective. You just decide that you think Ukraine, after all these years of separation from the Soviet Union, you just think that was a wrong move. So you, in your ultimate wisdom, after Ukraine has developed its own character, its own society, you in your own will is going to say, well, you know what, you really should be Russia. And surrender. Let me take you. I mean, the height of narcissism the height of, and I don't even know all the words to use there, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Putin needs to be thrown out of office by his own people. He needs to be thrown into jail for crimes against humanity because, again, that was just an unprovoked war. I know what, the, what about isms are, and we'll talk about that later. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced Tuesday morning local time that he was launching a special military operation in Ukraine, a move that was followed by reports of explosions around cities, including Kharkiv in eastern Ukraine and the capital Kiev. Now Europe is witnessing its first major war in decades. The Ukraine foreign minister uh, confirmed soon after that Putin has just launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, something that the, the, Bush, uh, the, the, the Biden administration has been saying for a while. They said it was going to be an invasion. Nobody believed them. Not even Tucker Carlson and President, and President, uh, former President Trump, right? They are full Putinists, right? Dozens of Ukrainians have already died in a conflict, and I heard 50, 50, um, 50 Russians have already been killed as well. What just happened reminds me of Desert Storm. Shock and awe from Iraq, as will Ukraine anticipated response on the ground. We should be prepared for a campaign of drawn-out, asymmetric, unconventional warfare. I don't know if, if Russia is ready for that, to be honest with you, right? But, I mean, the thing about it is, let's say they decided to have some sort of asymmetric warfare in the closed lands of Ukraine. It hurts Russia, right? Because eventually that's going to be status quo, and it won't really have an impact on gas. And right now, uh, Putin is kind of happy. I can imagine what he told the oligarchs. We're going to mess around in, the dark for, in this place for a few... Let, let oil prices go through the roof for three or four months. You know how much money... Remember, every increase in the price of oil is icing on the cake for Putin. It's icing on the cake for Saudi Arabia. It's icing on the cake for Venezuela. It's icing on the cake for all these guys. Every time the price of oil... Because the price of putting oil out never really changes substantially. So it's all icing on the cake. Why do you think these guys, you don't see Saudi Arabia rushing to help the United States or anything like that? Because icing on the cake. Or not help the United States, help the rest of the world. Because the United States is pretty much self-sufficient between Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. Self-sufficient, self-sufficient. For all practical purposes, if we want to. All right, Belgian Prime Minister Alexandre de Croo said Europe Union, European Union leaders need to adopt sanctions that will be strong enough to impact the Russian economy and the country's military industrial complex. 
We don't need sanctions that bark. We need sanctions that bite. Du Decrop said upon his arrival at an urgent meeting of EU leaders in Brussels to discuss a new uh, package of measures targeting Russia. The crew said the main goal of the sanctions should be to make it hard for Russian financial institutions to access international markets. Meantime, seems like NATO's first response will be to unilaterally crush Russia's economy as a country's military cannot proceed for very long without a strong economy. Back in them, the only problem is that Russia has a large supply of reserve currency, making much of an effort long effort tactic to end war. They have over $600 billion in reserve. Just think about that, right? And in, while $600 billion will last a few months in the United States, it'll probably last a few years in Russia. So we got to be careful. Michael Rudden, last one, says, Airstrikes, invasion, heavy fighting at Shevardnol. Russia goes to war with Ukraine. So far, dozens of Ukrainians have been reported killed and even more injured, according to the Ukrainian authorities. Numerous Russian soldiers are also said to have been killed. While there's no official confirmation, international media reporting hundreds of deaths. War is horror. You know, it's sad because for us, we are looking at it like we looked at Desert Storm. It looked like a, a game, right? Like a war game or something on a screen. But people are dying. We have to realize that people are dying. People are dying. People are dying. Yes. All right. ABQ says he's watching from Twitch. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for all of you that are out here checking things out. All right. I'm, uh, Eric Hayes has a paragraph here that I'm, I'm wondering. Should I read? It says, scary times as Russia and Iran and China, it said that do not have same views as the West of being free and democratic and having nice things, etc. Do you ever wonder why when U.S. makes payoff deals with Iran or, or, or whatever and those are adhered to, those areas don't have the same motivation as the West and what is what we could be seeing with Russia is they want their motherland back and will crush whomever. Their GDP is small compared to other countries, uh, say around one trillion size of Florida. Uh, having a strong military to repel this is in the hope of appeasement. I'm not sure what you're saying completely, but I do want to correct one thing that I think I understood. Uh, we have a tendency to believe. I mean, let, let, me give you, let me give you one of the problems in our thinking process that affects the way we treat other people and the way why sometimes we look, for, look at with disdain. Uh, you said do, uh, China, uh, Iran, China, and Russia do not have same views as the West of being free and democratic and having nice things and having nice things. A lot of the nice things that we have in the United States are Persian rugs where it came from again or uh, Chinese uh, embroidery and Chinese sets. Where did it come from again? We in the West somehow love to get all these foreign things that are produced elsewhere. They're beautiful. And then we have the gall to say, Eric, and they're not used to having nice things. That is the kind of mentality that creates that, 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 that false sense of superiority that ain't there. Every single human being wants some degree of freedom. Now, if you want to talk about people who don't really care about freedom, let's really talk about America. Donald Trump was really ready to go fascist. He's taking away the right to vote for everybody. Is that freedom? No. That's what's happening in Texas and many other red states. So don't talk about these people valuing some, that we value freedom more than they do. Because there are a lot of Republican operatives that are just fine with keeping a certain class and group of people from voting. Isn't that taking away somebody's freedom? Let's go a bit further. Okay, women's rights, right? We are, we, are, we are comfortable to look into a woman's eyes and say as a man, as a lawmaker, I have no problem telling you that I control your body. You have no free will, no freedom to control your body. I know what's best for your body, woman. So don't come and talk to me about abortion this and abortion that because I took your freedom away. Please do not ever talk about we value our freedom more so than 
those in China or Russia. Have you been there? I've been to China. You know, if you stay out of certain parts of politics or whatever, you're pretty damn free. I mean, if I do certain things in America, I am pretty damn unfree. So please understand, I am not saying that we don't tend to want to be following in the law more of a democratic concept. But as humans, we all want to be free. As humans, we all want to be free. And it depends on how much we want to invest in that. And right now in America, we're going to the other direction. We are allowing fascists, a fascist party to take our freedom away. And, and, and 30% of America say, it's okay. It's okay to take those people's freedoms away. And then it's okay to take half of Americans' right to control their own bodies away. It's okay. That's what we say. And then we're going to talk about other people's freedom? How dare you? How dare you? Okay, continuing. Uh, let's continue. Uh, para ver, para ver. Um, Melanie says, good evening. Uh, Paul Fleming, let para ver, para ver, para ver. Hi, that like button. Oh, thank you for reminding folks. If you are on YouTube, give us a click up. Click up on that. Thumbs up. And if you're on, you, on, on Facebook, give us that like. Give us that like. Alistair Water says, Deb Denny, are you feeling any better today? We hope she is. We hope she is. We hope she is. December 5, 1994, Budapest Memorandum. You just taught me something. There was that. Uh, Budapest, Romania, right? Alistair Waters dealing with headache, hangover. Anyone familiar with migraines know what I mean. Better but feeling drained and nauseated. Please take care of yourself, my dear beautiful lady. Uh, Michael Ronin says, planning and waging a war of aggression is a war crime. Amen. Agreed. Carl Cox says, the oil producers and oil companies will use any excuse to raise the price of oil and gasoline allowed to shaft the American. Exactly. Because like I keep telling people, there ain't no oil shortage. Even if we took all, and hear me out, take the 10% to 12%. Actually, I was corrected by Rudnin yesterday. He said, Egberto, you're, I'm fact-checked. It's not 10% from Russia. It's 12%. Okay. Take away 12% of the oil. You're right. Okay. So What? Can you drive 10% or 12% less? Yes, you can. It, it, there's, you know, we have allowed these plutocrats, these, uh, these unfettered capitalists to put in our minds certain methodologies. And in putting in our mind certain methodologies, we believe the crap, right? So we believe that you got a little disruption in oil, even though there's enough oil to serve us all that they have the right to pump that oil value as high as possible. And since that's how we work, I said, fine. And during the Carter years, there was a thing called, the, not the depletion, it was called the windfall tax. All right, the windfall tax. If we don't want to fix our economic system, I am all for windfall taxes on medicine, windfall taxes on energy, windfall taxes on everything. And we then determine that tax based on the abuse issued by said company. Anybody believes in a market, in some, in some mythical market, I'm going to tell you, folks, talk to economists, real economists, real economists like Richard Wolf, and you'll understand that the market, the, 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 the mythical market is there to screw most of us. That's what it's there for. So no, no, no. Carl Cox, what you said deep inside is absolutely a fact. Uh, Bridge MCP says, watching the UN last night with Ukraine calling our Russia felt bad for him. I felt bad for the Russian guy that, to tell you the truth, you know. All right, let's see. Bruce Pollard said, where is that 600? In the ground or in the bank? What bank? <laughs> I don't know. You know, Bruce, when I, I hear that, I hear that on the mainstream media, right? That he had that um that excess 600 billion the truth of the matter that is a damn good question bruce because if it's in a bank that we control the president has just frozen everything from russia right so i don't know uh let's see uh deb denny says serena williams takes frovatripan oh for for uh for migraines i didn't know that 
All right, Paul Fleming says, hit that like button. Exactly, Paul. Thank you so kindly for reminding folks to do so. Hey, folks, keep loading me up with these questions before I go to the Ukraine topic that I really intend to discuss before then the Social Security issue. If you want to make your point, if you want to unload, if you want to vent, please go ahead and do so now. I want to hear mostly from you guys. We have a war going, and, and um, it, is, it, is, it is of utmost importance. Yes, it is. All right, we have uh, Bridge MCP says, I came from New New I. Let's talk about invasion. Don't. <laughs> uh, Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland. That's new. I, I was for a minute, I was, I was trying to equate it with a state. And I was, there's not another state. Northern Ireland. Yeah, we know what invasion is. You have invaded, right, from the English? All right. Paul Fleming says, Republicans talk freedom but at the same time spend all of their energy taking certain groups of people's freedoms away. And you know what? You know what is so funny about what you just said there, um, Paul? Think about this. They spend a whole lot of time taking other people's freedom away, and they do it in segmentations, right? So we take the freedom of people of color. You go with 35 to 40% of the population, right? Then you take women off the table with certain types of freedoms right then and there you got 50 percent of the uh, 50 percent of the people of course there's an intersectionality between people of color and women so instead of you're you're about i don't know let's call it about uh 13 percent let's say now you're at about eh, 40 50 60 percent of people now that you have in a non-voting position and by the way we're coming close to what the senate represents right in other words uh, the majority of, I mean, 60% of, it takes 60% of the rest of us to, to amount to 40% of those who don't agree with us. Shame. Super majorities, right? So that's where we're at. That is what they're good at. They're good at segmenting people. So if we segment people, you know, they accuse us of, um, what, what's the word they like to use? Uh, they, they accuse us of, of, of liking to brand different people. You know, they call it... Uh, Help me out with that word. What's that word that they use all of the times? Uh, that word that they use all of the time. We uh, Identity politics. By the way, I do believe in identity politics, right? I do believe we better know. Thank you, uh, 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 Michael Rudnan. We better know that women have issues that are not equivalent to those of men. That's identity politics. We better know that black people have issues that are, that are not equal to that of white people so therefore we can mitigate those ish, those issues if we ever want to become a truly truly equitable society notice i never use a colorblind society first of all color don't mean anything but secondly i like the i like the beauty of differences right i love the beauty of differences right and until i don't let the plutocracy or the marketing agencies define what beauty is. Because remember, that's the only reason you know what beauty is, right? Somebody defined it and they imprinted it in your mind, imprinted it in your mind, and that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, I kind of got off a tangent. Sorry. All right, let's see. Paul Fleming says Republicans talk freedom, but at the same time spend all of your energy talking, taking certain groups of people's freedoms away. And by the time it's all over, I think it turns out to be like 20% of people that live with a strong degree of freedom and those are the people then who rules right if you take a look at their income if you take a look at the capital that they own etc 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 those are the people who rule right all right let's see uh now eric says how dare you i have no clue what you're talking about my brother uh Brie, let's see kathy uh courtney right back at you girl budapest hungary what did i say romania uh thank you budapest hungary thank you thank you Got to remember, got to remember. Thank you, Norman. Uh, Eric Hayes, not that simple, man. You think everyone lives your way? They don't get that. I don't know what you mean. Again, you got... When, look, uh, a note to folks that are writing comments, right? Unless your comment is very apropos to everything that was said so that people can infer from your comment, it's best to qualify your comment. I want to read people's comments and I want to give everybody a fair shake. But if I say something and five minutes later I get to your comment, half the people don't know what the hell I'm reading. So help me out here, Brother, er, uh, brother Hayes, when you're doing that. Thank you so kindly. 
Michael Brennan says, windfall tax is a tax levied by the government against certain industries when economic conditions allow those industries to experience above average profits. Bingo! And that is where we are at. Remember, Walmart and all these big companies, they made a killing because all their competition was shut down. All the mom and pop stores who couldn't build up to serve within a pandemic had to shut down. And where did those businesses go? Where did, they, where did the customers for those businesses go? They went elsewhere, right? So the government says you got to close down. Other companies that didn't have to pick up the spoils and you are supposed to just watch them give that excess profit to the shareholders who did absolutely nothing extra to earn that? Come on. That is the defect in the economic model. And that is what we have to start teaching people. We have one of the biggest flawed economic models. Some people will say, well, Egberto, that model is flawed. It may be flawed, but tell me another one that has worked. We have not allowed another one to work. We have decided to shut down every model that comes out in an attempt to solve it. And I like to use Venezuela as an example, right? You know, everybody laughed at Hugo Chavez when he was talking about creating the Bolivarian revolution and also starting to fund. He was funding Brazil. He was funding Argentina. He was using his oil money to give these guys funding, right? America couldn't have that. We couldn't have a, social, a rich socialist country, a country, a socialist country with a base to help out other countries that then may become uh, democratic socialist countries. Because the model of us taking the reward of the land and giving it most to a few, the capital owners, the investors, as opposed to saying these resources on earth belongs to us all, we couldn't have that. That doesn't follow the capitalist model. So we have not, when people say, show me another model that has worked better. I said it was not, there was no other model that was allowed to thrive. We always talk about being a people of ideas. We want to be a, fo a people of ideas. We want ideas. But we don't let our ideas blossom. Because if those ideas blossom, it will raise havoc with those who have been taking their unfair share, to those who have been pilfering us for decades. Uh, Michael Rodney says, uh, para ver, para ver. Windfall tax against price gougers might be a worthwhile idea. It should be. It, it's been done before with the oil companies during the oil crisis. Because again, remember, oil did, did you know, if you're manufacturing, if you're drilling for oil, you're not paying for the stuff in the ground. The supreme bean or whatever put the oil there with the decay of all these plant lives and animal lives for, for, for millennia, not millennia, but for millions of years, it's just there. And no matter whatever, when, you know, it, it, it hasn't changed. The only thing that has changed is the price that we are willing to pay for it. And the pilfer is, sometimes we buy it at a low price and sometimes we buy it at a high price. What about us turning that entire entity over to a central government or entity where the price would be stable, irrespective of what happens? Because there is no shortage. And people say, well, you need to create shortages so that you don't have a run on supply. Yeah, you can have another method of doing it, you know, a lot of different ways. But we have to allow them to grow. Alistair says, yes, Michael. Let's see what else we got here. Division and identity politics. Yes, sir. Tom C. says, total U.S. COVID deaths now top 940K on track to reach 1 million by 331. That would mean 133rd, 1,303 of our population would have died from COVID. That's a scary proposition. Now, many rump peeps and GOP rumpers are blaming Biden. You can make this, you can't make this up. When did our country ever side with Russia? When we got traitors, uh, when we got traitors elected. When we got traitors elected. Nanette Bird-Smith says, Hi all. Nanette, you're a bit late, my dear sister, but thank you for being here. You know we love you. Carl Cox says, The current GOP reminds me of Putin and his cronies. I just told my daughter that. I said, Putin is just a stronger Trump. In other words, 
Putin is willing to go out there and put his neck on the line and say, I am going to invade this country for no reason. Want the same style of government? Only want a GOP dictatorship? You know, I mean, look, if, 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 Rush, if, if, if um, Trump was to get reelected, he would look at Putin and say, wow, that kind of cool. Let me try to invade Mexico, man. Let me invade Canada. I don't like uh, uh, the, 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 why am I calling this? Uh, what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay while I'm ahead. Putin is claiming Nazism Trudeau. I don't like Trudeau anyway, right? That's what that's what he probably says. Anyway, what are minority rights usually about? Police violence on the business of uh, on on the business end of systemic racism, redefining and unfair wages leading to economic crushing. What are minority rights usually about? All right. Let's start from the inception of this country. And if I'm repeating myself or this is not what you mean, you can call me out later. But one of the biggest issues when this country was formed, right, was individual rights. And so uh, putting a lot of faith in, first of all, the federal government and even the state government, right, was a bit problematic for some of these folks who considered themselves to be more um, in... I don't want to say independent, but more, yeah, actually, they, they, they felt themselves more independent. What it really meant is that they wanted to do whatever the hell they wanted to do. They really did not believe all that much in a society where the average person can control their lives. So they wanted to make sure and put certain provisions within the Constitution. And those provisions uh, were done, the first 10 amendments, which was actually called the, the uh, Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights assign rights to the individual, right? That nobody, no group, no amount of people can take away. So it gave the right of citizenship. Let's say the well, that this is outside of the Bill of Rights, but it's let me let me get a, get get up that because it's the fourteenth for citizenship. It says that you cannot be told what religion to have. It said that. There has to be the freedom of the press. It says that there's no right to legal... I mean, there, there are these things that even if the rest of America... Even if 99.9% .9 of Americans say, I want you to be illegally searched, you cannot pass a law to do that based on the Bill of Rights. So the Bill of Rights protects the right... They, they say protects the right of the minority. That's not true. It protects the right of the individual, of everybody individually so that the majority cannot come in and change things. Now, that, there's a catch to that, right? And that is, there was nothing when the country was incepted that said you can't amend the Bill of Rights. It just takes uh, two-thirds of the people to want to amend the Constitution that can actually lay waste to any particular bill, to any particular rights in the bill. But that is, generally speaking, not something that we should fear because the Bill of Rights is something about Everybody pretty much agrees on it protects the it protects it protects the individual from the majority doing absolutely anything. All right, let's see. Welcome aboard. Rouge Shark says this channel has great discussion. Thanks. I love listening to you chat. Wow, thank you so kindly. You just made my day. Uh Carl Bridge MCP says Carl Cox and Tucker is huge in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Tucker is huge in Russia. Bridge MCP says Rouge Shark it is. Paul Fleming says, democracy only goes as far as you can bump into a large corporation. Then they'll either do a takeover or have regulation that shut you down. And Republicans preach against regulations as long as it doesn't affect your agenda. You hit the nail on the head. Paul Fleming says, we are at halfway point. Which means, I thank you for reminding me to say, folks, please remember Roberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks, KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston, that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few. 
The Chosen. The second book, titled It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, take it to the next level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It gives us a place to land after learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side we point out what would make an economy that works for all each book stands on its own but together they provide the full picture please consider getting one or more you will undoubtedly learn be entertained and help us continue the mission with our blogs articles videos and books absolutely so and folks so you can go ahead and get our book right at uh, politicsandright.com slash books politicsandright.com slash books every book that you purchase we only make a few dollars on the books right tiny tiny bit and it helps us continue doing what we do if you want to further help us you can actually go ahead and support our YouTube channel by going and click that join button click the join button on the YouTube channel if you click that join button you can you can become uh, at different levels supporters of us if you don't see that join button but you want to come on with us at youtube go to politicsandright.com slash youtube politicsandright.com slash youtube alternatively we also would love your support on patreon patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n politicsdoneright.com slash patreon spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n likewise we love paypal because paypal comes to us quickly and with the least amount of costs every one of those avenues I think uh, uh, the YouTube is the highest cost, followed by Patreon, and the least expensive cost to us is PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Please, please consider becoming a part of our posse. Now, we also have a whole lot of new stuff at our store. Please visit our store uh, with our logo, all that good stuff, t-shirts and hoodies, all that good stuff, politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. Don't forget, get our books, politicsandright.com slash books. And by the way, we have a lot of different methods of support, more than I've, I've listed there, and you can find them all at politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support. We, we appreciate you supporting this program because what we do here is more in-depth coverage and many a times much cleaner, much cleaner than the rest. Egberto, you fixed the echo on promo. Thank you. I'm glad it fixed because I'm using a different mic. I have a lot of work to do. Remember, I'm, I'm working in a, in a hodgepodge kind of a way. So I'm trying, I'm trying my best to get things fixed. And whenever you guys tell me there's a problem, try to go ahead and mitigate that as best as I can. All right, going back to the, going back to all the things that you guys have been writing, white on white crime is real says Paul Fleming. <laughs> that is so funny. Crime is real. Mm. Okay, let's see. The current GOP reminds me of Putin and his cronies. Want the same style of government? Only want a, dictator, a, government, a dictatorship. What are women's issues usually about? Reproductive rights, maternity leave, and unfair wages lead into economic crushing. True. As I spoke with... Today I, was on a, today I did a stint with, um, an, on ACT TV. Um, Juliana Forlano has a show and she called me up last week and said, hey, will you be on my show today? So I did a stint on ACT TV, ACT.TV. Check it out. Look up for the Juliana Forlano show. J-U-L-I-A-N-O, Forlano, F-O-R-L-A-N-O. Juliana Forlano show. I'll probably try to look for the link to the show and get it for you and post it either later on or tomorrow. Anyhow, anyhow, continuing, continuing. Continuando, uh, let's see what else I've got here. Paul Fleming says, democracy only goal, as far as we, I read that one already. You know, I, sometimes I get all mixed up. All right, Nanette Birdsmith says, better late than never. Yes, you're here, Nanette. We love that you're here. You know that we love you're here, right? All right, uh, Putin would have attacked Ukraine when Rump was in office, but waited for election. Yep. Daniel Ledo says, are those COVID dead numbers from the lying CDC? Well, you know, you can believe that the CDC is lying. Which, when was it lying? Under Trump? Under itself? Under Biden? I don't know. But, you know, I think empirically people can determine if the CDC is lying or not. But, you know, one of the things that I think is sad is that the right wing has so attempted to destroy 
our faith in institutions that they've destroyed our faith in institutions to the people who they control. And that is sad because what's happening right now is a lot of our brothers and sisters are getting themselves killed. They're dying. That's why Republicans are dying at a much higher rate than Democrats from, uh, from Omicron and all these other viruses because, again, their people are evil enough, not, the pe- not my brothers and sisters, not my Republican brothers and sisters. The people who are leading them are the evil ones. They don't care if you die. They don't give a flying you know what. They just know most of you are going to live, so it's going to be okay, but you're going to get sick, and you're going to be able to go out there and say, look, I got sick and I recovered. What about, I didn't get sick at all. What about, I got sick, but it wasn't all too bad because I had the vaccine. But no. <sighs> Sometimes I wonder. Uh, have a plan, it will get a get eye uncomfortable. Don't know what that is. Nanette Bird-Smith, you eating money now. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, Paul Fleming says, the CDC only started lying when Trump applied pressure. They Before then, they were the gold standard. And I think they're, they're under their new leadership. Um, I forgot her name. She's a very good woman. And she's, she's starting to put respectability back into it. But what happens is, every move that they make is second-guessed, right? And once you start defending a move that is being second-guessed, it seems like you are either backtracking or you're being defensive. You know, that's what, what can I say? We just have to prove ourselves. Deb Denny reminded me it was time for links. Let's see, and as well as Bridge MCP says, you're chatting, sharing, all isn't free, support the show. So please, folks, please do support the show. Please go ahead and click that join button on YouTube or as well, please consider doing as well. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, yeah, that's right. Also, give us a thumbs up. Daniel, let's agree, let's agree that the Second Amendment really says not what a GOP politically motivated Supreme Court says it means. English says it was all about a militia, not an individual right. The militia was about controlling slave rebellion. Muchas gracias. Ah, Egberto, you fixed the echo problem. Thank you so much for noticing that I somehow, by using a different mic, mitigated it. Let's hope when I get this other mic... It'll be better. We'll see. Daniel Ado, those on the left believe in well-regulated part of the Second Amendment. Those on the right believe in the shall not infringe part. And you know what? I'm going to say something. I had two, two articles that I was going to cover from Common Dreams. But you guys in the questions that are in the statements you're making are going to cover a lot of them except the one on Social Security and the wealthy. So I'll have it at five minutes at the end to talk about that one. Uh, buy our PDR mug too. Please do. Thank you, Bridge MCP, for listing that mug. Please, uh, Bridge MCP just put the link in that mug. Please get the mug. Bridge designed the mug. One of us, somebody in our PDR posse, designed the mug. If you have a mug design that you want to do for, for uh, politics done right, design the mug, put our logo on it, and we'll add it to the repertoire. Carl Cox says, no Biden inflation, only inflation caused by mega corporations so they can crush the bottom 90% in terms of wealth and blame politicians who don't do their bidding. Carl Cox, that is a message of the day to point that out. Inflation, there are two kinds of inflation inflation by choice and inflation by scarcity. What we have right now is inflation by choice. And if you want to blame somebody, blame those people that you've been worshipping for some time. The corporate structure. Please, please do. All right. uh, Let's see what else we got here. Tory Mercer. Putin is not afraid of NATO. He's afraid of democracy. The Ukraine invasion was preceded by pro-democracy civil unrest in Putin's vassal states of Kazakhstan and Belarus. You're so right, Tory. You're so right. And Tori, I appreciate the comments you left. I saw it. I, I think I clicked the like on it where you, re, where you enjoyed the, the KPFT program today. My aim is simply to do what's right, brother. Aim to do what's right. Tori Mercer also says, if there are free and fair elections in Russia, Putin will go to jail for the rest of his life. Or maybe he'll meet the guillotine. Okay. 
Okay, I, I, I pointed out the mug, uh, I pointed out the mug, Breach. Thanks again, thanks again. Again, folks, Breach MCP designed it. All right, Tory Mercer put his approval rating in Russia is close to around 60%. I think it's gonna, going to fall dramatically after yesterday's invasion. That would be great. That would be great. In, Imgor, okay, let's see. Do you have a picture that you want to go up there? Oh, the cup. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. It may blink some, but I'm going to try it, Breach MCP. I'm going to try to put the mug. Uh, folks, I'm going to put it on the screen. It's going to blink some because we still haven't figured it out. Even though uh, Brother brother Rudnan said, Brother, get that driver checker so that you don't have those flickers anymore. Rudnan, I got so much to do. When I'm done with this show, you'd not imagine the amount of stuff I continue doing. Yes, you can. You know. Anyhow, from Bridge MCP, there is the cup she designed. And that's the link that she gave you. The cup she designed. I just think I noticed something. If I stay still, let's see, I'm going to stay still for a minute. I thought that would have done it. I was wrong. Okay, it didn't do it. But anyhow, that is the cup designed by Bridge. And what that, that cup did, what I love about the cup she designed, is it says join the PDR Posse, right? But it, it's deeper than that. It's about chat between the left and the right, chat and learn, progressives and conservatives, or we the people. I love, and, and you know, I give, I give everybody a hard time. And, um, but I think all of you conservatives, my brothers and sisters that come back here, know what's in my heart. And that's why you're here. I think you know that. I honestly think you know that. And that's why you remain with Politics Done Right. Now, folks, support us. Go ahead and click that Join button. Please go ahead and click that Support button. Click whatever you can to help us out here. Peggy Lopez, good luck, babes. I just got out of surgery, got healthy, heal fast. Yes, yes, yes. Peggy Lopez, hi all. In for a minor surgery tomorrow. Hope to be home by Monday's meeting time. Have a great weekend. I will pay, I'll not pay attention to anything this weekend except getting home and getting healthy. Peggy, we want you around, girlfriend. You must be around. Peggy says, I'll be flashing. I'll, I'll, I like the flashing. Brings more attention to the cup than just a cup sitting there. Oh, man. You see, you tell me that a bug is better than not a bug. <laughs> I love that. Paul Fleming says, we'll hang I have to leave early to get to the gym. I'm on my 50-pound weight loss program. Your picture doesn't show 50 pounds overweight, brother. You must carry your weight very well. I need to lose about 12, 15. Actually, I think I need to lose about 18 pounds. So I told my daughter I was going to start eating once a day most of the times. But sometimes, you know, you don't follow the rules. But, you know, the thing is not to beat up yourself too much. It's the, the trajectory is to be going down. So I got to lose, I'm going to put it, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. So um, we're, we're all in this together. ABQ says, Peggy, I think the flashing is mildly distracting, about as bad as 90% pop-up ads. Oh, that's bad, Rudnan. Come on now. You're giving, you're giving, uh, giving her a hard time. Uh, my guess is that the problem is which whatever video driver, not with the video card. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you because the same computer was working fine before and I think it happened before I updated the driver. Carl Cox says, I need to lose 120 pounds. Carl Cox, I don't believe you. You have to send me a picture for me to believe you need to lose 120 pounds, brother. Al Rose, mi hermano de Panama, como estas hermano? Eat once a day? I can influence that. How can you influence that, Rose? Before I close the show, then I want to answer to that one, brother Rose. Eat once a day? I can influence that. How? Come on, tell me how to influence that. I want to hear it. You have some sort of a new drug that you're selling? Breeze MCP says, want to lose weight? Have abdominal surgery. Lost 35 pounds. <laughs> you know, I, th that, is, that is so funny. That is so funny. I think, you were, I think you may have been talking to my daughter when you said something to that effect. June Litter says, at least you are in sync now. Well, I know. You know, I am. I, let me tell you. I still don't understand the sink problem, I'll be honest. Robert Davenport says, when people lose weight, I seem to find it. My bad. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. When people lose weight, I find it. Wow. Deb Dennis says, I can't not eat if I get hungry. 
you know coffee baby coffee 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 if you notice i'm sipping on coffee all the time that kind of help and bridge really enjoyed that funny one from uh from from uh that i love that one kathy c courtney says how can i lose 15 pounds in 10 days weeks uh in, in lose 15 pounds in 10 weeks before knee surgery i don't know if you're going for knee surgery kathy uh i hope that doesn't involve let's see when you go for knee surgery I hope it's not around the time that we're doing our HPJC function, right? Because, you know, we love to have you there, girl. Uh, let's see what else we got. Deb Dennis says, hate coffee. Well, put some sugar in. No, don't put sugar. And don't put the other kind of sugar either because the other kind of sugar can be gastrically dangerous. Bridge MCP says, drink water. Fills you up. I think that's a, actually that's a good one, Bridge. Drink a lot of water. Carl Cox says, one drop of coffee ruins a gallon of milk. Plain and simple. Really? Now, you see, you are, you are let me try to do that experiment. You're going to let me try to say, okay, I'm going to get a gallon of milk, and I'm going to take an eyedropper, put a drop of, of, of coffee in it, and see what happens. I'm going to see what happens. May 2nd, should I buy your book? Of course. I have the book called Weight Loss and Be Fit. And let me tell you, the, the good thing about my book on weight loss is that it, 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 it's human, right? Because I have done screwed up so many times. I've lost, I've gone from 260 pounds to 185. I'm about 210 right now. I've got, I gained back because I'm not working out while I'm here at my daughter. But um, so I've gained a little bit of that weight back, but not the 260 that I once was. I'm a, I'm actually, I, still, I can still fit in my 32s at, at 210. So I'm not feeling too bad because I guess the redistribution is different. Alistair Waters says, Juan Valdez is my best friend. Y aquí tienes Juan Valdez. Aquí está Juan Valdez, hermana. Bridge MCP says, haven't drank coffee in years. Bridge, what kind, of, what kind of Irish woman are you, girl? What kind of Irish woman are you? Hot tea also works to stave off hunger. I like tea, but it does a little something else to me that I want to tell you guys right now. Carl Cox says, decaf taste, tea tastes great. We'll try to email you a photo of my blubber. I'm waiting. Paul Fleming says, I was 250, but I'm at 235. I'm so proud of you, brother. So you're going to go to where I want to be as well, 185 or so. Uh, Michael Renner says, I'm going to be away tomorrow, hanging out with friends coming from out of town, and I haven't seen in years. I'll be back next week. Hope we're all still around. We'll be around. And thank you for all you do, Brother Redden, for being around, being a hell of a supporter to politics and right. Like many of you that are listening right now, you guys are wonderful. We couldn't have this program without all you great people and with all your great commentary. Because I, I tell you what, I, I prepare programs and just talking to you and listening to your chats, I have so much more fun. Ask me anything and I'll, I'll promise for the next four minutes I'll answer. So come on, let's have it. Kathy, just, you just say thank you, Kathy. And, and Robert just says mint tea is good. Come on, hit me up. I'm waiting. I am waiting. Saludos con café. All right, let's see what's going to be the first question that somebody says right now. How is Ashley, Bridge MCP? Ashley and I just got back before I did the show to, from, um, from rehab. Her rehab is coming along solid, steady. It's going to be a while before she gets back all of her mobility. But the most important part about her is that she's finished with her school. All of you, she's done with Howard. She did her last course this week. All she has to do is pass the boards, and when she passes the boards, it will be MD at the end of her name because she would have fulfilled everything. What kind of tax system do you support? I, I support a, a, a um, what you call it, sort of what we have now, what's called a progressive tax system. The more you make, the larger percentage you pay. A progressive system, but one that is honest without a whole bunch of loopholes. Carl Cox says, why do we drive on a parkway and park on a driveway? Damn, Carl, that's a good one. You stumped me there. Kathy says, do you follow historians Heather Cox Richardson? Somebody sent me a, a, one, of her story, one of her Facebook posts. If you have any of them to show, share me, always share it to me. Please do. Robert Davenport said, what is your next book going to be about? Oh, I've already started my next book, and I'm, I'm starting it at the same place Ashley is doing her, um, 
her book on her stroke at Amazon. Uh, that that Amazon, uh, what is it called? Amazon? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, uh, but no, but it's Hala. What? Vela. I'm doing it at Amazon Vela. And here's what it's about. Everybody sees me. This nice black dude, right? Latino, Caribbean black dude that's always happy and that really, really loves everybody. But rarely do I get a chance to say all the trepidations that I've gone through. The prejudice that I've gone through in forming several companies, the prejudice that I went through in, in, in working for corporate America. And, you know, when people see me as a black person, happy, going, getting ahead, doing the things that I want to do, many times they look at others and say, well, why can't everybody else do that? And I have the answer to that, right? So I first want to let folks understand in this book that I'm writing, so I have several chapters of the trepidation I went through. It's six different companies. We're forming over five businesses, etc., and what I've went, gone through. And even with banking, what I've gone through with banking, my side of the story. And to let you know in that thing that not everything that these people did to put a break or to break your spirits, I never allowed that to break my spirit to move ahead. You can't ask everybody to have that kind of a modal, right? But in, in, for my white audience, for, my, for, the, for, the, for the section of my audience that I consider privileged, I think it would, it, it is, it, reading the book that I'm coming up to write, and you'll be able to read it in chapters because I'm doing it like Ashley is doing it. Every time I print a chapter, it goes to Amazon. In reading about what I've gone through from a, from a position not of accusation or not of trying to let anybody feel bad or down anybody, it's going to be about showing or opening the eyes of people who otherwise would have said, damn, I didn't know that. Or how could you have gone through that and still rise up? To which I want to say, Everybody have gone through their trepidation. You know, one time on um, one time on Daily Coast, I wrote a piece, and I said that sexism was worse than racism, and I took hell for that piece. I still stand by that piece, in as much as I acknowledge what, in this case, most of the people that were attacking me were black women. I still uh, stand by that piece that I wrote because. I always contrast President Obama and Hillary Clinton and competence and who became president first. I also go back to things like uh, voting rights and who was able to vote first, right? And when I look at, in the aggregate, when I look at sexism in the church, when I look at sexism everywhere, and, and sexism, the thing about it is sexism is practiced by all races, right? Whatever race means. Everybody practices it, right? So I think it's important, and I, it, it is important for us to look at things in different manners, in different ways. It gives us a bigger opportunity to do good, to be good, and to try to improve who we are. Anyway, I got to get out of here. I'm two minutes ahead, but I want to rethink. I, I'm stumped her. I, I will stump her. LM laughing my ass off, Ashley Willis. <laughs> okay, let me read the, these last few real quick. Uh, let's see, what is the next book? I just told you what the next book is, Brother Davenport. Uh, great for Ashley. Nanette Bursmith, team says teams. Ashley Strong, hip, hip, hooray. Thank you, guys. Peggy Lopez says that Bridge MTP caffeine does not frazzle me that way. Paul Fleming says congratulations. Bridge MTP said awesome. Tell her I will test her. Ha ha, good for her. You test her, baby. You test her because she got to do all those questions on her boards. So you test the holy hell out of her, girlfriend. Ali, Ali Esther says, way to go, Ashley. Bridge MCP says, we drive on a parkway, but park on a driveway. Hey, come on, guys, mess with me. Alro says, I've been a spot working among the professional white group of people. Bridge MCP says, Egberto Willis, tell Ashley Willis we are all proud of her, her abilities, her determined thoughts and emotions, and her perseverance in overcoming it all. She needs to be my MD. She still can be your MD. All right, let's see. Bridge MCPC, I'll stump her. All right, girlfriend. Guys, thank you so kindly for being here on Politics and Right. I got to get out of here. I'm three minutes overdue, and I'm meaning I'm off to chop a little piece. You guys know how I end this, baby. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and know how I end this. I am what? What am I? Oh.
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.